Hey everyone, welcome to the weekly at Conway Scene. Uh, I'm your host, Todd Jones, and today I have uh, Conway's most well-known unknown business entrepreneur. That would be uh, Gatlin. Uh, what's your last name again, Gatlin? Uh, Billick. Billick, that's what I was thinking. I didn't have it in front of me, so I was like, <laughs> maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher his last name. Gatlin Billick. Now, you may know him. He's been a server uh, at various restaurants around town, and he has a day job, and he goes to UACCM, but his uh, he's like a superhero. At night, he puts on his cape. Only for him, it's in the morning time. He puts on his cape, and he runs the Conway Now Facebook page. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's very likely you already follow that page because we were looking at it while ago, and uh, he's got... There's like 12,000 followers, give or take, um, reach about 20,000 people every day. So um, he's, he's, but people don't really know, even though we actually had an article about him a couple of years ago in Conway uh, scene, but people don't really know the face behind the person who runs Conway now. And today we get to talk to Gatlin. So Gatlin, uh, thanks for joining me and tell us a little bit about yourself. So as you said, we had a, article a couple years ago i was 20 at that time i am 22 years old now yeah uh wow i feel old for that one yeah uh uh, like you said i go to school at uccm i am getting my associates in business in the spring of 2023 so i have only two more semesters to go at this school and um like you said i've worked at various restaurants outback texas roadhouse and most recently, Hatchet House, which unfortunately did close down uh, in December of last year. And uh, right now, like I said, I have a day job or night job since I work night shift half the time at uh, Comfort Inn and Suites over behind Walmart on 65. And it's, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It has been an adventure for the past few, few months. months dealing yeah. with Hatchet House shutting down and trying to find out what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, so you're you're doing your associates in business. I assume that you're going to transfer somewhere like UCA. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, and then you're going to get a bachelor's degree in business. Yes, probably even business administration. Yeah, and something a little higher. higher. Okay, and with the like a focus in hospitality. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So you think you want to like move up in the hospitality industry and be in management or something like that? Yes, I mean, working in a restaurant, you work in hospitality at a restaurant. I started as a host at Outback in 2019, a job I never thought I'd take on, a job I never thought I would enjoy. And the the woman that hired me just, she had a hunch about me and she just put heart and soul into me. And here I am. Yeah. So do you like that kind of a job? I mean, it, it is, you know, I've done it and I think a lot of people listening probably have done it as well. Uh, I've worked in a grocery store, I've worked in vending and I've worked in a retail store. I've done all that. And it's not for everybody. You know, some people get into it and realize this is not me, but did you think that was something you could do when you started at like Outback? When I started, Honestly, I didn't think I'd even last two months at Outback since, I mean, people are, you have a lot of nice people mm-hmm. in that area, and I love it when you are. I love it when you're nice. I love it when you're understanding about things. 
Mm-hmm. But in the hospitality industry, specifically with restaurant hospitality, you have that select few people that are mm-hmm. just hostile, rude, and you have to have patience. Lots of it. Which surprisingly, I have a lot of patience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've dealt with weird requests, rude people, specifically mm-hmm. with COVID. Uh, after COVID happened and we reopened out back in May of 2020, mm-hmm. that I saw a lot of change in people. Yeah. It's stressful. It really is. I mean. So taking on those roles, did it surprise you that one, that you had the patience to deal with it Two that, you know, I kind of, I've seen you in public a few times, you know, yeah, I waved at you. Um, You don't seem like a very extremely outgoing person. Uh, kind of introverted. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but so um, I try to stay introverted in public. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I mean, you know, if you know me, you want to talk to me. Okay, but now if you're a random person on the street, you know, and I don't know who you are. Yeah, it's kind of like paparazzi in a way, I guess. Yeah, you don't want to be seen, but you do want to be seen, but by people you know, not by right. people you don't know. I'm just here like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've had people wave at me on the street while I'm in my own car, just driving <laughs> lunch or I'm over here like, hi, can I help you? Hey, in Arkansas, it could be one of two people. It could be somebody who actually knows you or yeah. somebody who's just waving at everybody they see. Yeah. I when mean, I was a kid, it was not uncommon. When I became a teenager and started driving, it was not uncommon to be driving down the road and the person coming the other direction put their f- hands up on the steering mm-hmm. wheel, wave at you, and you're like, and "That still happens today." Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I travel mean, throughout Southern Arkansas to visit my dad every now and then in Mississippi. It's common in Louisiana, Mississippi, uh-huh. Arkansas, and I'm just like, "Hi, hi." <laughs> I mean, Southern hospitality. I mean, exactly. You know. It's the South, y'all. Yes. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, you, you, you're you kind of introverted, at least publicly. Uh, mm-hmm. Did it surprise you that you could take on a role in hospitality and, and succeed at it? You know, having to interact with people. Yeah. Um, I mean, back then, obviously, specifically when I was younger, 14, 15, if you were rude to me, unfortunately, I would probably match that energy and probably be rude right back to you. Mm-hmm. But then learning in hospitality, that's how people are. You have to suck it up and deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I took the training I got from Outback, Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. And with where I am now, because I don't deal with just people from Arkansas anymore. I deal with people from California, from Washington State, from New York State, mm-hmm. from any other any state in America really at this point working in the hotel, you don't know who you're going to meet. Right. Yeah. And they all have different opinions about how to handle things in public than Mm -hmm. than Southern hospitality, if you will. So, yeah. So what does that do for you moving forward? You now you've kind of decided, Hey, I'm going to make a career in hospitality. I mean, when you were 14 years old, did you ever think, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to just live in, I'm going to, have a career in hospitality. I never thought I'd have a, I never thought I would think about going into any form of hospitality. Right. Restaurants specifically. Cause I mean, 
I've heard horror stories and I've read lots of stories. I'm like, oh, I don't want to work in that. Mm-hmm. Well, when I graduated high school, looking for a job, first time job, it's going to be in a restaurant, in a store. Yeah. And I thought, well, I mean, I do like Outback. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. And I spent two years just about there at Outback before I left to go uh, serve tables at yeah. Texas Roadhouse. How was that? Serving tables. How is that different from being a host? So with being a host, you only see these guests when they walk in, walk out. You know, hello right. and a goodbye. Serving a table, you have these have guests, one, maybe six, or a party of 30 in your group sitting there for probably up to two and a half hours. Right. And you deal with them more and more. And, you know, probably as a situation goes on. You know what they like more and more. You know how they are. You know if they want to talk mm-hmm. or not. And if you really sat in my section all the time, I knew what you wanted to eat right there off the bat. Right. Because right. I would learn my faces and names and regulars <clears throat> and put their orders together right there and just make sure, hey, do you want your, uh, your usual today? Right. And they like that. Yes. I mean, it makes them feel important. Yeah. 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 I feel that when I go into the, the local coffee shops and they're like, Hey Todd, you want your usual? Yep, yeah, I do. So, or and I was do something different. When I go into a coffee shop, I mean, I switch it up every now and then if it's winter, it'll be something hot normally. Yeah. And if I walk in there more enough, I mean, this was a few years ago, but there was a woman at the Starbucks on Oak street when I was in junior high who knew exactly what I wanted. The second I walked in the door. She mm-hmm. had it ready or was getting it made as soon as I walked in the door because she knew the car I was arriving in. Yeah. Which was a bagel, yeah. cream cheese, and coffee. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I've gotten my share of bagel, cream cheese, and coffee at that <laughs> Starbucks over the years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they, they they do a really good job. All the coffee shops do a really good job at that in town. Oh, yes. So we're, we're fortunate to have that. So let's turn the page a little bit. Let's talk about Conway now. Okay. Um, I want to make the connection between your hospitality and running Conway now. Um, what about what you learn in hospitality helps you run Conway now? Or is there anything? It's all a matter of fact of just kind of knowing what the people want to hear. Right. Because like um, we were talking about before we started, uh, road work has been huge over the yeah. past two or three years. And that's all people have been wanting to know about was mm-hmm. what's open, what's closed, and what do I need to avoid? Yep. And I mean, obviously with the Donaghy Project, it's hit or miss sometimes because they will unexpectedly have a post out saying, hey, this is going to be closed right. today at four o'clock. Well, yesterday we didn't know that until this morning. <laughs> Right. Um, But just knowing what the people kind of want to hear about and everything. I mean, like with Mims pulling out of Conway a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out what that was all about. I had to go back into council meetings and actually find that out for myself that, hey, Mims is leaving. Mm -hmm. And uh, Patrick came in and I've heard they're doing a really good job. Uh, I've seen a few others. That was a pretty good discussion, I think, on some of the Facebook groups on town and, and of course, everybody has their ideas about what happened, but the, the bottom line is that Mims is no longer here and we have Pafford now and I've seen them, uh, you know, come in with their emergency lights on a few mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And as, um, long as they get, as long as they get the people to the 
you know, where they need to go in a timely manner, then that's all know, I that's, need. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. And then I, um, what was that? a couple months ago, people started sending me pictures of little black stubs in the ground around downtown or in West Conway. And they were asking me, what are these locations? And I asked them the location they took it at. It's wayfinding signage, which was a part of the Conway 125 plan. Oh, okay. I mean, if you've walked around downtown or driven through, you'll see these brand new signs up with um, arrows and directions toward courthouses, city hall, post office. Yeah. <laughs> and out here in West Conway, there's um, there's a few over on Tyler and a few on here on Hogan directing you to Centennial Event Center and mm-hmm. McGee Center. Um, and I was honestly surprised that I driving down the road, I don't see these little black stuffs. And then I started to look and I go, there's some black stuff right there. Yeah. I went, there's another sign going over there. <laughs> People pay attention to the roads for sure. Yes, specifically with road construction and everything as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you could end up with a flat tire. And the one that people have been bugging me the most about is this pothole in front of Zaxby's. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, and I keep telling them what the city tells them it's not city property. Exactly. Call the property owner. Yep. Yeah, there used to be one on Oak Street and the subway on Oak Street in front of there, too. I don't know if it's, I haven't been there in a long time, but it was a massive pothole. Just like kind of, I don't know if it was as bad as the one in front of Zaxby's, mm-hmm. but it was a massive one. I used to grumble every time I drove around it to go get my subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought to myself, it's going to hurt business for subway and all the other shops in there because, especially subway, because it's right in front of subway. Yeah. And I'm like, people got to stop going there. Because of this hole that you you think surely they would, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a common thing. It's like you know, that's not the city's issue there. That's private property. Mm-hmm. And then recently, that all got paved over. Oh, really? Does Zaxby's do? Not Zaxby's Oak Street, the one that you're talking about. Oh, oh okay, uh, good. From, I think East German all the way down to near Hark Rider got repaid and overlaid finally, to where you can see the lines and. That's good. You know, where you can see the lines in the rain. Yeah, that's that's really good. Now, let's talk about Conway now. Let's let's go back to, you said it was 2016 that you started it? August of 2016. So, what what, what grade were you in school at that time? I, I think it's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> Let me think here. Graduate 19. Six years ago, I guess. Huh? It's in 10th grade. Okay. So when you just wake up one morning, August go, I think I'll start a Facebook page. I mean, how, did, how did that go down? So it was, the idea came into my head a few months before all that actually, because I wanted to find out information of what was going on in the city, obviously. Mm-hmm. And one does, what one does is they turn on the local news, you know, four, mm-hmm. seven, 11, 16. You don't hear anything mm-hmm. about Conway ever. Yeah. We don't have a dedicated section. We don't have this because there's other state priority issues or other bigger events than, mm-hmm. I don't know, a new business coming to Conway or a new overlay here or there or whatever. And then the Lock Cabin, you know, they're a great source and everything. And nowadays I, I see, because we still get the paper in the mail still, um, I'll see that information there. But on Facebook, it could mm-hmm. be two days until they post those articles on Facebook. Correct. And I went, you know, let's let's change that. So you wanted to provide information timely, not a not timely, like two days later. 
yes, a timely manner to where when you log into Facebook, the first thing that you see, there's a road closure, avoid the area. Gotcha. So did you think I can do this or do you think somebody should do this? How did that go in your head? I went, either I can do it and become at least somewhat of a name in Conway or lose this opportunity and still be who I am in Conway, which is not known. (laughs) (laughs) Which is an unknown individual just floating around the streets. Yeah. So... I, I guess I'm trying to think, uh, you know, obviously, of course, Facebook didn't exist when I was in 10th grade. So that wasn't mm-hmm. one thing. But I'm just thinking about what goes into a 10th grader's head that, hey, I'm going to start this page uh, to offer timely. I mean, do, do you have family members who, who did news or? Nope. You, no. Okay. So no. My no. family did pipeline and oil work, actually. Okay. okay. All right. So it's, it's all about, it was all about timely, relevant information. Mm-hmm. And, and so you go ahead. Oh, and the big one is in a non-biased way to where it's only that information. Yeah. Just I'm not throwing roads closed. I think this is stupid. I'm just saying the roads closed. Gotcha. There is no yeah. bias. And that's really hard specifically today more yeah. than it was a little over five years ago. It's a lot yeah. more difficult today to do that. Yeah. And I'm sure people make comments under <laughs> with their displeasures, but that's yes. not what you do. I got you. No. So, so, so you, you started what, some in August of 2016. Did it take off quickly or take a little while for people to understand it what was going on? It took a while. Yeah. I think the first big takeoff, and this is an infamous name in Conway, John Daly Steakhouse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I reviewed their food and it was, I mean, I loved it. Trust me. I missed them. Um, yeah. that was the first big kickoff because that, that morning I was sitting at just under 900 people liking that page. Right. I posted the review that evening. Mm-hmm. By the time I woke up the next morning, I was at 2,500 likes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it jumped pretty good little jump there. It, it jumped significantly. What does that tell you about? what people want to, to what kind of information, what kind of news people want to have, especially online. Like with, like with the John Daly situation, a lot of people had, it was, it was brand new. I mean, it was only open for I think a week. Yeah. At that point. And no one had really tried it. I think they're just waiting for someone to review this place in a qualified manner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, here I come along with this Canon camera inside of a restaurant getting dinner. Right. <laughs> Reviewing this place and seeing that, I think that post reached 75,000 people, which is more than the population at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Still more than population. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we hit almost 70,000 finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This last census. But I mean, it so- was, <clears throat> What was your next big bump, or can you re- recall maybe what would be the next big bump? Man, the next big bump. I see here that was seventeen. My first coverage of Toadstuck Days, obviously, which would be twenty eighteen, since I was able to 
get out because I had my own car at that point, so I could actually go out and explore Conway even further than what I knew about it. Gotcha. So just a little coverage here and there of of um, Tozuk days. I mean, who doesn't like coverage of Tozuk days? Come on. Yeah. Funnel cakes, lemonade, giant turkey legs. <laughs> um, and then severe weather coverage is a big bump any time of, of mm-hmm. the season. Yeah, we're right in the middle of it right now. I mean, yeah, we're starting to gear up on that one. And luckily, that's where another big bump happens. I mean, I can gain another 200 likes just off one not a severe weather coverage. But then again, it's not about the likes. Right. It's so what is it about? Yeah, what about- is it for? What is the why? What is the why for Gatlin Billick running Conway now? I mean, like you said, it's that timely information. But severe weather season was specifically there. It's life-saving information. Right. I mean, yes, tornadoes don't really directly hit the city. I mean, one really hasn't directly hit since the 60s. Right. But say that were to happen again. Yes, Mm -hmm. you would have your stations on TV covering it, but what if you lose power? Yeah. What if you lose power and you can't get that information, or what if you don't have a weather radio like I do that mm-hmm. sits on top of my desk right here behind me? What do you do? So in a, in a different generation, you would have been akin to a ham radio operator in some, yes. some sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could still be one now if you wanted to. <laughs> um, there, you know, there are, that still exists. In fact, I saw a, uh, a, uh, Pretty cool little video article from Scott Covert the other day about ham radio operator. He's he's one, and I have a friend in Little Rock that's also one. So, but in a sense, like if we had an online ham radio operator, you would be that person. That would be me, probably. Yeah. Do you get really into uh, uh, like uh, storm chasing, at least from afar, or like are you really into that? Or so I'm I'm into it. I have certain qualifications and certifications that. I know what I'm doing when I do it, but I can't really post updates going down Interstate 40 chasing this oh, sure. tornado. Yeah, you know, yeah. Unless I had but, some Facebook Live going on with the thing that I think that we need is is largely what you see the Todd Jacobians and Tom Brands of the world do. They sit in a studio, and of course they're monitoring radars, obviously, which is great. But they're also following the storm tracers who have like online presences. Mm-hmm. There's a need for somebody to serve like as a person who is, you know, they're hanging back. They're, they've got like this uh, weather central station kind of deal where they can kind of keep tabs on what's going on. And I do think that's fascinating. If I was ever involved in, in weather chasing, it would be from that standpoint because I'm not interested in getting out and being in a truck that gets rolled over when a tornado rolls through. But um, but certainly the timely information online is something that is. Uh, do you think you'll continue doing this, like when you graduate and you get going in your career? Or oh, definitely. I mean, it's something I love doing. Yeah. So it's a love thing for you. It's, it's just like a passion. It's like your hobby. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get paid to do this. I don't want compensation from that. I mean, that's why I work where I work at, so I can no, get yeah. compensation and my stuff from there. Right. So 
what kind of um, what what is Conway now done for you? Like in standing, do you like do people like notice you now, or do they ask you for things? What's what is that? What kind of standing does that give you in the community? I mean, like in public. I mean, like right now, people probably don't realize who this actual face, who the face of the page even is. So, I mean, I don't get a lot of people in public, right? But when I pull up. Um, Meta's business suite and I see 20 different messages from people asking me what's going on here, here, mm-hmm. what's the ordinance on fireworks, specifically mm-hmm. in July, of course. I get that yeah. question every year. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it probably makes you feel needed, right? I mean, it does, yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, the city's Facebook page is only operated so many hours a day. It's not. Right. Right. It's not like this where it's operated while I'm awake during the day. Right. Because normally if I'm at school on my break and I have a message come across business suite, it'll get answered. Yeah. You're more flexible in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. What do you see? for the future of Conway now? I pretty much just wanted to say the way that it is. Just the same page. That just provides that timely information. Do you think there, you know, I know you're catching this as you go and, you know, it really does rely a lot on you being flexible because, you know, your life, you know, and you can catch things on the phone mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But as you get older and more, more responsibilities and you have less time to, to delve into this, how do you, is there a way you think you can keep that going or you think you may have to do make some changes to, to keep it going or. I mean, there may be some changes and that may be years down the road until then. Right. So I mean, at that point, that's the unknown. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, having the unknown, it's kind of like an adventure, right? Yeah. The, uh, it's the been gr- an adventure, trust me. <laughs> the great Conway now adventure. Yes. Yeah. Um, what have you learned about yourself doing Conway now? That I'm a lot more open and outgoing than I thought I was. Because when to do this job to do journalism, you have to go out. You have to talk to right. people that you probably don't even want to talk to. Uh, you know, it's just a lot of it's growth. It stretched you a little bit, especially in, in, in relating to people. Which is probably, I mean, do you see a correlation between that and your hospitality, uh, what jobs that you've had and, and the direction you're going in career? I mean, there are small connections that you make. I mean, dealing with people being one of them specifically. I mean, if I had to get information out and I have, you know, unruly people here and there, I'm just like, hey, we're trying. Yeah. I'm trying my best. I am only one person. Only one person runs the page. That would be me. Right. I'm trying. It's not easy to get all the information specifically if they're not, if the other party's not ready to push it out yet. Yeah. I can only push out what I know. Yeah, that's actually a good point because um, when it comes to doing this kind of work, 
you can't push out something that the organization, a company is not ready to be pushed out. So it's, it's a, you're, you're trying to get a scoop, but balancing that with, you know, the, the will, what, what the people that are, you're trying to help, what they're wanting you to do that that's a tough balance to make sometimes so and people are not always patient or understanding about that that can be tough and it's like a few years ago because i covered a majority of the elvio fraxton case that happened here Mm -hmm. um it was very difficult to get that information out because it was a huge investigation and I have people calling me, I mean, because if you look on my page, my phone number, my personal phone number is the page's phone number. That way you can actually get into direct contact if you have an immediate question. When it came to that, though, it was difficult because I'm like, I only know what they're giving me. Right. I only know what Conway Police is giving me. I only know what members of the community are giving me. Yeah, they give you a new appreciation for uh, journalists, like especially the TV journalists who are covering, covering cases like that. I mean, that was a very difficult case. I mean, it hit the community hard. Yeah, it did. It did indeed. Yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on to talk. We we went longer than I than I thought I would, but that's okay. That that means it was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um. Conway now is probably got the most relevant, fast updating information. I don't even try. So if you look guys, you want that kind of information, go to Conway now. Um, I kind of consider him a friend of Conway scene in that regard. So, um, you know, he's on top of it over there and I just let him handle that stuff. And so, but I appreciate you coming on and, and uh, talking with us and telling us more about the journey and we may have to do it again sometime. Oh yeah, like another year, and we'll find out what's changing the year. Who knows? Absolutely, maybe it may have to be a recurring thing every year. So yeah, we'll see. All right, man, appreciate it. Thanks, Todd.